You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. It is my privilege to welcome into the podcast associate head coach and future head coach of the Purdue women's basketball program, Katie Geralds. Katie, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. I am so thankful for your time today. I know you are a very busy woman these days, so... No, I appreciate you having me on. Um, I'm excited to talk to some Purdue women's basketball with you and your coaching and playing career. So uh, before we get started, I must show I'm representing the Grove today. Hey! Fantastic. I love it. I love it. A small bit of useless trivia for you. I was actually born in Beach Grove uh, okay. nearly 40 years ago next month. Uh, okay. Well, happy Francis. early birthday. <laughs> At the uh, St. Francis Hospital that I don't believe is no longer standing. So No, it is not no longer standing, but... I was born there as well. That's awesome. Um, That's so cool. Yeah. I'm glad to know I'm not the most famous person born in that hotel. Oh, that I'm here. So. <laughs> <laughs> you are, actually. So. Yeah. And the funny thing is, yes, yeah, so I was born there, uh, but we actually lived uh, in the Perry Meridian School District, of course, okay. with other Purdue legend named Katie, Katie uh, Douglas is from. So there's wow. a useless uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, uh, Purdue County. I love it. I love it. All before I moved up to Northwest Indiana, where my, uh, up in Lake County, where my high school, Hobart, played many, many games against Kelly Camara. So there's another. It's like all full circle here. Exactly. Going. All, all these Indiana greats. That's right. Exactly. So this was all destined uh, to be. So anyway, again, just so thankful to have you on the time, uh, on the show today and talk some, some basketball. If you, uh, if you will, um, let's kind of start here. Uh, a few weeks ago, you had your introductory press conference, um, uh, introducing you as the head, associate head coach, future head coach. Uh, you kind of revealed in that uh, press conference how this was kind of actually several years in the making. So if you're, what you're able to say, just kind of pull back the curtain and kind of talk about how this all came to fruition. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, like, I want to say four years ago, coach came to me, four or five years ago, coach came to me and just, hey, um, what do you think? about joining staff and, and kind of, you know, setting this up for the future. And I just personally, I just don't think I was quite ready. Um, I wanted to learn how to be a head coach a little bit more. Uh, we had, I felt like we had just won our first national championship that year. And I knew the squad I had coming back and we ran it back. So um, made the smart choice there. But, but for me personally, professionally, I wanted to grow. I wanted to, to keep building what we had started building at Marion um, not just within my own program, but within the university. Um, and I was young, you know, 31, 32, and just didn't, the timing didn't seem right. And coach comes to me now, he, um, we have dinner um, and just felt right. Um, just felt like I was ready. Felt like I had done everything that I was supposed to do at Marion. And, um, you know, it's just, it's that, just that same thing when I, when I started coaching at Marion, I was 28 and I still wanted to keep hooping. Right. I still wanted to, I, I wanted to keep playing, but it just felt right. It felt like this is what I was supposed to do. I prayed on it, you know, and just felt like, okay, this is what God is wanting me to do. This is the path he's leading me on. It just felt right. And same thing this time with, with when coach came to me, it just felt right. Felt like this is what I was destined to, to do, destined to be, um, and man, it yeah. feels so good. Well, that's so exciting. And we are excited to have you back. And yeah, you never want to ignore God's voice when he's telling you. So. Absolutely not. No, no. That's no. awesome. Just talk about this excitement. This is, I think, an exciting time now for Purdue women's basketball, for Purdue fans. Um, 
let's talk about your excitement about returning to your alma mater now. Yeah, I mean, how many times in life do, you know, does someone get a chance to really live their dream? And, you know, I have been blessed tremendously throughout my life. Um, and it, 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 you know, it starts with my mom and dad and the people that, you know, my family, my, my brother, my sisters, all the people that are, have been around me have helped me reach, you know, basically every dream I've ever had. I feel like I have been able to fulfill it. And I can't be more thankful for, for those people in my life. And, um, you know, playing here was, was, was awesome. You know, an hour and a, an hour from Indy, my parents, my family's at every game. They go, they all grow, they're all Indiana fans, right? So I get them to switch to the good side. So now they're all Boilermaker fans. Um, you know, I go off and I play. It's great. You know, start coaching and just realize that that's what I'm supposed to do. And then to, to get the, the opportunity to, to walk the sidelines at Mackey. Um, man, it's, yeah, I, I can't put it into words. Yeah, goosebumps, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I, I said it in, in, the, in, the press, in the presser, just turning on Northwestern, and I was like, wow, I, you know, I was here 14 years ago, 15 years ago, but it just feels like yesterday. It just felt like home, and every day, the same feeling coming in, walking into, you know, into the office. It's the same feeling. That's awesome. And Mackie, of course, a special place. We'll get into Mackie in a little bit here. I want to talk about, for those, I assume most people understand it, but talk about what the associate head coach title means, especially for these next 12 months, since it's kind of a temporary title. Yeah, um, honestly, you know, just uh, maybe my role is just a little bit bigger than, than an assistant coach would be. But I think collectively, you know, with coach and, 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 and Beth and Michael and myself, just we're, you know, coach has that head coach role, but we're all one staff. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, I have thoroughly enjoyed working with, with these guys already. They've been so good to me, uh, teaching me the ropes. Um, obviously coach is going to be an incredible mentor for me. Uh, but Beth and Michael have been awesome. Uh, the, the girls here are, you know, they've opened, they welcome me with open arms and uh, just, I, you know, it's been pound the phone, you know, recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. And, you know, next week is we've got a dead week and we get to sit down and finally talk some X's and O's and some hoops and just looking forward to that. Yeah. Talk about that, that, that benefit, you know, we, we saw it about 17 years ago or so with coach painter and how they did for the men's program, obviously proved to be successful. Hopefully yeah. we repeat that here. Uh, on the women's side, let's talk about that benefit. You get, I'm assuming you get to focus a little more on recruiting while she's handling coaching duties, or is it, am I wrong here? No, I, I think it's, um, you know, for me and, and talking to, to paint, you know, he's like, just get out and recruit, 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 recruit. And, um, you know, that's Beth and Michael and, and coach have helped me establish some relationships that I didn't necessarily have at Marion because we only targeted a smaller group. And so now just working on growing those relationship with, with, um, you know, coaches and, and, and contacts across the country, um, feel like I'm pretty personable enough that that's going well so far. And, uh, that'll, that'll just be the job and you know trying to you know it's with COVID it's just challenging you're getting um you know with all the limitations of getting kids on campus but that's about to open up and you know so starting to, to get some unofficial visits 
Um, and then, you know, with that, like I said, with next week being dead week, I'm looking forward to sitting down with coach and kind of picking her brain and letting her pick my, my brain. Um, you know, we see the game similarly, but we, we play it differently and we coach it differently. So, um, you know, I think it'll just be a combination of a lot of things that, that she likes to do. And, you know, maybe I can start to slide some stuff in as well. Yeah. You mentioned coach Painter. Have you had a chance to talk much with him, just kind of pick his brain on how, how he handled that year. I know you mentioned he said recruit, 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 but yeah, we, uh, we ran into each other in the elevator the other day and he's like, just survive the spring, you know, let's get through the spring and um, then we can maybe sit down and talk, you know, just with the portal and what it has opened up um, for, for athletes these days is something you just got to learn to deal with. And, and, you know, like he said, survive the spring. um, And then, you know, the summer and and the fall and winter are, are the fun months. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the portal. I was going to bring that up. Obviously, uh, since you arrived and since this is kind of all announced, unfortunately, a few uh, girls have decided to leave. You also have brought in a few. So kind of talk about that process and just discussions you've had with uh, current and former players. Obviously, what you I'm not expecting you to reveal personal stuff or anything like that, but just the conversations you've been able to have with players and kind of getting them to, to buy in or stick around. And obviously, the girls who have left you want people who want to be here, obviously. Absolutely. Well, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You, um, in, with anything in life, right. You want people who are all in. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if, you know, if someone's hanging on the edge a little bit, that's, you know, probably not somebody you want to go to war with. And, you know, when you, when you go to practice and you travel together and you play games together, um, you want you, the group you're surrounded by to, to be someone that, you know, that's going to be all in with you. Um, you know, the portal has opened the, the door for, you know, for kids who are one more playing time or are unhappy or need to move. Um, it's allowed them that opportunity. Um, you know, I've talked to some former teammates and, and I just, I would have never thought about jumping into a portal. Like Purdue meant too much for me. You know, it meant, it meant so much to me wearing, you know, those letters across your chest. It just meant something. Um, And, you know, coach Curry was here for three years, played for her. And then she leaves and and coach Versa comes in and never once did I ever think about leaving because it was, yeah, I was, I I came to Purdue to play for coach, but it became more about that. It became, you know, the honor of wearing black and gold and, and walking and running onto the court at Mackey. Um, yeah. So just something that I think I'd never, never would have considered. Um, and, and that's something that I hope that I can start to, to kind of rebuild that tradition here, just the honor and the privilege that, it, that what it means to, to wear the black and gold and, you know, those six letters across your chest. And I was going to ask, is that, is, was, is that part of the conversation you've had with any of these girls? Because you, like you just mentioned, you've been through this and now the portal wasn't there, but you, you could have left. And, but you said that wasn't even, an, you didn't even think twice about that, but you know, there are benefits and dis, you know, disadvantages of the portal, but where people just kind of jump and leave. But I mean, have you had that conversation? Cause you've been through this. Yeah. Going in um, <laughs> you know, when, when talking to these kids and, and that's just what, you know, Purdue sells itself. It's, you know, West Lafayette is, is the perfect college town. Um, you, you're an hour from Indy, you're two hours from Chicago. It's in a great spot. Um, the Midwest is everything. I mean, I'm, you know, born and raised in Indiana. So like, you know, just, you know, that just, that sells itself in general and just, you know, like, why not come in, in place somewhere where you're going to be in this, this family environment, you're going to have a, you know, entire community behind you. You're going to play in front of 8,000 people. You're going to get a quality education, a very, very good education. Um, and then hopefully win a lot of games. And um, that's just the message that we're trying to sell right now. Um, you know, like, let's, 
you know, all of all of Purdue sells itself. And now just trying to to kind of like flip the switch to, um, you know, just get Purdue back on that that national map, um, you know, and I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to grind. Yeah. And you got you got the banners up there to show, I think, you know, recruits and players that say, look at look, at, there's a, a rich tradition here. Let's let's keep it going. Let's let's put some more banners up there. Right. Yeah, I'm all for all for more more banners in Mackey. <laughs> Are you a fan of the transfer portal? Um, <laughs> no I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. It, it is what it is. It's there, and like you said, like there are some benefits to it, um, and there are some disadvantages. And um, but it's there, and it's something that that we have to deal with as you know, in the, in the college basketball world. I think I read a stat yesterday that 25% of the men's scoring in D1 went into the portal. Like that's a, that's a crazy number, yeah. um, you know, and, you know, for each its own, right? Um, it, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I have mixed feelings on it too. I, I, you know, part of me doesn't like it. Part of me understands it, you know, and I read sure. tweets by, you know, uh, Rafael Davis and he, you know, defends it. And so, you, you, you know, current or former players make good points as well, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things you, you like to see consistency and people kind of stick it out and not just leave at the first sign of adversity, but yeah. It also gives them the choice too, you know, if there's something. Right. Better. Right. So we'll take a rest there. Um, <laughs> obviously you had, a ton, ton, a ton of success over at Marion, uh, two national titles. Maybe a third would have happened if COVID didn't cancel your season two, two seasons ago. And uh, what, six, six conference titles. Talk about just building off that success at Marion, your time there, and then bringing that, what you've learned there to Purdue. Yeah, um, I will. I will always say in 2020, we were, we were going to win that third national championship. And there was there was no doubt in our mind. Our team was playing too confident. We were playing too well. We hit the stride at the right time. Um, our staff did a great job with that team and our, our kids were just playing, playing lights out. Um, but, you know, coaching is coaching and that's going to translate. Obviously, you know, you, I, you know, in the NAI and in, in the Crossroads League in general, I always felt like I was going in some really good coaches, experienced coaches, um, you know, now it's just a different level. Right. You know, it's um, and it's something that I, I think I always wondered, am I good enough? Am I good enough to be on the same sideline as Brenda Freeze? Am I good enough to 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 look down and see, you know, um, Terry Morin or, you, you know, in I'm I'm ready for the challenge. I, I can't wait to work because I absolutely adore. I, I love the game. I love everything about basketball. I am a junkie by all means of the word. Um, I can't watch enough. I can't study it enough. And it's. Um, I'm, I'm excited for the challenge to see if what I do, uh, what I want to do is good enough for this level. Um, got a good, strong feeling that it's going to be okay. Yes, for sure. We are definitely confident in that. Um, was it tough to leave Mar uh, Marion? Cause I know you talk a lot about in the past, I've heard you talk about just relationships with, uh, the players and, you know, winning a title is like, you know, almost kind of being like a mother to these 12 kids and just being excited about how happy they are to win a title. Talk about, that. like you said, I know you said you were ready. This was the right time, but I'm sure there's still some emotion in leaving, right? Yeah, um, lots of emotion, lots of tears. Um, you know, it, it, the conversation I had with my kids, man, I'm going to think about it um, for the rest of my life. Um, and, 
you know, the eight years, the administration, my coworkers, the kids that we coached, um, they gave everything they had for me and to me and to our program. And I couldn't be more thankful. I am who I am because of them. Um, you know, in, in the conversation telling those kids, uh, yeah, brutal, absolutely brutal. Um, but they do, you know, they do know that I'm there for them always that I'm a phone call away, a text away, I'm an hour away. And that's never going to change yeah. um, because those relationships. Um, yeah. Memories made the, the relationship you make. That's that's never going away. Yeah, for sure. I, I would assume that some understanding as well as you're leaving for your dream job. It's not like you left to go to Bloomington or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Nobody, nobody wants to do that, but no, and it's, it, and, and, and part of my message to them was I thank them, you know, like they helped me make a dream come true. And I, and I, and I owe them um, because without them, you know, busting their butt for me every day, um, running through every brick wall I ever asked them to run through. Um, I don't get this opportunity and I owe it to them. I owe it to Marion. I owe it to Mr. Downing. Um, even though he is an IU guy, um, we got him to say boiler up. So I feel like that's a win, um, (laughs) you know, and I owe it to them. I I owe it to to the administration, my coworkers, um, because they did, they, they helped make a dream come true. That's awesome. And just talk about some of your coaching philosophies. I know you said you're going to get to finally kind of sit down with the whole group during the dead period here coming up. Just talk about some of your uh, coaching philosophies, how they may be similar or differ from coach versus. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I play for coach and um, know what know what she thinks and and how she wants to do things. Um, you know, I think our personnel will allow us a little bit more freedom to to kind of get up in the open floor, and that's, you know, I I look at my teams. I mean, we we averaged eighty one points a game last year, Mary, and we just want to play fast and obviously want to play defense. And um, you know, this past year we were able to lead the country in field goal percentage. Um, you know, getting the 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 good shots, the right shots. Um, having the right people take the right those shots, um, and then you know I'm I'm a man to man coach, um, you know I want to play full court and you know I want to play all 94 feet. Um, we I want to run, get out. Um, obviously, got to be able to rebound the basketball if you want to do those things. Yeah. Um, can't you know? And, and you got to be able to play defense because you can't just be taking taking the ball out of the net all the time. But um, yeah, offensively, like you know some of the stuff coach runs. I mean. I run the same, the same sets, um, you know, maybe just uh, a little bit more open uh, openness in transition, but um, with that, you know, you got to have the right personnel to, to do those things. And like I said, just looking forward to the opportunity next week and, and moving forward this summer to kind of like, okay, you know, how do we put our personnel in the right places to be successful, um, whether it's in the open floor or, or in a half court offense or on the defensive end, right? Um, you know, maybe we don't have the kids to, to play full court man-to-man. Maybe we, we don't have the kids to play zone, and it's just something that we've got to figure out as a staff and, and move forward. Yeah, for sure. I love the idea of getting out and running it, and hopefully <laughs> Kayla Smith will be able to help lead that charge. And Now, you got some pieces in place, and just talk about current, you know, consistent or continuing recruiting, in-state recruiting, and the importance of, you know, getting the best girls in Indiana to, to stick around, or at least not just stay in state, but to come up north to uh, West Lafayette. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I, that first class that Coach Painter brought in, the baby boilers, right? Etwan, JJ, Robbie. I mean, that was a really special class. And, you know, you walk in Cardinal, you walk in Mackey, and those three numbers are there. They're hanging, you know, and, and I feel like that first class that he brought in just kind of set the tone for, for the whole Matt Painter era. Um, and now it's, I mean, look at, look at their squad now. Look what they've done in the past 
in the in the past 15, 16 years, but but look at the team they have coming back. I mean, just special, right? Really, really special. And I think that's that's my job. I've got to get out there and I've got to land a class like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Beth and Michael and Coach have been so awesome to me. Um, but I, I I feel like that's that's the goal. Um, and you know, just trying to sell myself, uh, sell my vision um, for for how I want to play and, and um, how I see you know, Purdue women's basketball in the future, but uh, I'm going to bust my butt. Yeah. Um, I, I know I've been on the phone a lot more than, you know, a lot more in the last month than I probably was in eight years and I'm starting to like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's going pretty well. Awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about that goal to, you know, obviously Purdue women's basketball is by no means in the cell or anything like that. Coach first done a, a solid job, but going back to, you know, competing for big 10 titles and going to, you know, the elite eight or final for trying to make some final four runs again just talk about you know how you're preparing to to get that excitement back around the program yeah well I think the, the excitement is already there and I think that that has nothing really to, I, I mean maybe it has something for with me coming in and just you know but I think it's I think COVID has opened our eyes to what um what was taken away from us um you know and we didn't get a play in front of 6,500 8,000 fans this past year um, and so I, I think that's where, you know, people are going to be able to, and want to come out and, and, and see sporting events live again. Right. Like, I just think that's naturally going to happen. Um, but that's it. Like just the excitement and getting people, you know, they, we're in West Lafayette. People love women's basketball here. Right. Like people love Purdue and they're passionate about Purdue. Um, and I think the COVID world and now moving into hopefully, you know, hopefully we, we get back to some kind of normalcy here and, and we do have uh, stadiums and arenas packed across the country. Um, and I think that they're going to like to see, they're, they're going to like to see what um, we put out there um, this year as a group here. And, and then just moving forward, um, I think it's going to be a fun ride. Yeah. We touched on how special of a place Purdue is. Talk about playing and now getting to coach in Mackey Arena. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, running out of Mackey Arena with the train there and, you know, to, to 8,000 fans, um, you know, to, to hail Purdue, there's, I mean, it didn't matter freshman year to my senior year, it was still chills every time we walked from the locker room, you know, and then huddled right before we ran on because it, there's just nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like it. And um, one year, I think in 2015, I brought my team up here for an exhibition game and we played Purdue and um even walking down right like I'm not in my shorts but I'm in my heels so it's just a little different um and could still feel the energy even though I was coaching the other team um now I get to coach the right team and I can't wait to walk down that tunnel the first game uh with coach uh by my side and and just or or me by her side and just you know feel there I, I, I mean I just get chills thinking about it because yeah. it's Mackie Right. I mean, the, the atmosphere every time, every game is just really, really special. It is for sure. And hopefully, like you mentioned earlier, too, just, with, you know, hopefully easing up of COVID restrictions that you'll be able to have fans and the band back in there, too. I just remember absolutely, a student, absolutely. Uh, in the early 2000s going to games and just, you know, having that band there right next to the student section and just the excitement of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, watching the program do so well. It's just, it is an exciting time, like you said. People in West Lafayette love women's basketball just as much as, you know, the men's basketball team as well. So, right. 
Looking forward to it. Well, yep. uh, before we wrap up here, I, I do I don't want to ignore your playing career because you had a very 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 successful <laughs> playing career as well. And let's kind of talk about you know the recruiting process coming from uh, Beach Grove, where you were Miss Basketball and uh, success there at Beach Grove, and then and coming to Purdue. Yeah, um, you know, honestly, I I grew up wanting to go to Tennessee. I wanted to play for Coach Summit. Um, and you know, every girl wanted to go play for Tennessee, you know, during the early nineties, what she was doing down there. Um, and when I, when I came on a visit to Purdue, I just got this, like, wow, this is something about this feels right. Um, and then coach Curry at the time, I mean, she just sold it hard and I loved every bit of, of what Purdue was about. And I fell in love with her and her staff, um, and just felt home. And I remember, I go down to, you know, to, to watch a game at, at, at UT and Coach Summit offers me and a week later I commit to Purdue. And, it, you know, like people are like, what are you doing? Like you finally got your dream offer. And I'm like, nah, like my dream offer is Purdue because Purdue is home. And that's that's exactly what I felt like when I came on campus um, and exactly what I felt for four years. And, you know, here I am. Yeah. You know, 18 years later um, <laughs> after, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back home. I think right there is your selling, I mean, the selling point right there. I mean, I, I grew up, you know, I'm a few years older than you, but I'm, you know, I remember how prominent Tennessee basketball was. Yeah. Every girl wanted to go play for Pat Summit. And then, you know, now she know Ariana, but, you know, to, to turn down an offer to stay, yeah. you know, at Purdue, I, I think that's a huge selling point right there. Just again, speaks to the magnitude of how, how special Purdue is. <laughs> yeah. If, if you've never been on campus, um, you, you don't know what we're talking about. You know, and once you do get on campus, you feel it immediately. Yeah, you do. That's awesome. But you were also yeah. a McDonald's All-American, got to play at the McDonald's All-American game, I believe, 2003. Uh, talk about that experience. Oh, man. I mean, well, it was LeBron James era. So, um, you know, it was it was cool. Uh, I think, like, well, I was MVP of the girls game and LeBron was MVP of the boys game. And so, like, it's like my claim to fame if I don't ever make it as a coach like in 2003 both of us were MVP and that's uh you know but picture with LeBron and picture with you know coach Wooden handing me the the MVP trophy is like two of my like like go-to right like like that's pretty cool pretty cool um but yeah I just had you know my high school coach and had good teammates around me and um you know we my senior year we won the state championship made a great run at it and uh you know kind of the rest was history that's awesome. I'm glad you mentioned the LeBron. I, I was talking with uh, Dub Jellison, who I believe you talked to earlier this week. Uh, he said, ask her about LeBron. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. He, I mean, I'm team, I'm team LeBron all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Cause yeah, I think you mentioned to him too. Like you ran into him a couple of years later and he, you know, he embraced yeah. you. you yeah. Were best friends were ever. Right. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. And we hadn't seen each other for three years. And it was like we were just 18 years old again, eating McDonald's, you know, cheeseburgers together. Um, and then, you know, like, I want to say maybe my third year at Marion, um, the Clippers were practicing at, at Marion. And Chris Paul comes through the door and he looks at me and he's like, KG? And I was <laughs> like, and I mean, we hadn't seen each other since we were 18 years old. And he's like, I know you and he's like KG and and we were just you know reminiscing about that 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 class of 03 and um it was fun it was a lot of good memories that's awesome I love Chris Paul I'm a Phoenix Suns fan so I'm loving loving Chris Paul right now. oh I'm a big big CP fan yeah absolutely and he he's playing phenomenal he's playing like an MVP right now he is playing like MVP yeah that's awesome and then obviously a very successful uh, career at Purdue 
uh, All-American your senior year. You guys make the uh, Elite Eight run, right? Almost made it to the Final Four. Um, just talk about, you know, yep. the playing career there at Purdue. Yeah, um, you know, freshman year, I think we go to the Sweet 16. Um, I came off the bench my freshman year and guarded Sharika Wright, who was an All-American every day in practice, and literally she just kicked my butt every single day. Um, and it was, it was great for me. Uh, but, we, you know, that was probably we had a we had a really good team. It just came up really short. Um, we lost to Georgia out in out in Washington that year. Um, you know, sophomore, junior year, uh, made the tournament, but didn't really do anything else. And then senior year, coach comes in and, and we make it to the lead eight. We we get Georgia in the sweet 16. So a little revenge and then just lost to North Carolina in the lead eight. Um, got down early and just couldn't climb back. We gave ourselves a chance down the stretch, but they just had a little bit too much for us. Uh, but we had a great run. I think we went 31 and six that year, win the Big Ten tournament, you know, the women's preseason at NIT. We go down to Baylor and beat Kim's team. So that felt good. Um, you know, and yeah, just a really good, really good run here. Um, obviously, Coach First have kind of changed the game for me. Um, I, I, I was an All American because I got to play for her my senior year. And um, yeah, it, had a, had a really good senior year individually, had a really good run down the stretch in the tournament, uh, but our team was just special. Yeah, sorry, a little side. You mentioned Kim Larkey. Are you surprised she took that LSU job? No, you know, home is home. Home is home. And, you know, you just, you, you can never, yeah. That, I mean, as simple as that, home That's is home. True. That's understandable. Well, you you also want to talk about a great recruiting class. You mentioned getting, have to play, co uh, practice against Sharika, right? You got Sharika, Erica. Lindsay and Beth Jones, I believe the fourth. And then yep. uh, I know Shalisha Hearns was a part of that uh, recruiting class too. I know she unfortunately didn't finish her career at Purdue, but um, gosh, talk about a, a special class. I remember getting to watch yeah, them. Yeah, that class was years. that class was crazy. <laughs> that class was crazy and they whooped my butt every day. So, <laughs> um, but they, they, they were great to me. They've been great to me, um, you know, as, as, you know, as my playing career extended. And then now when I got to coaching, you know, in the coaching world, Reek is, Reek is awesome. Lindsay is awesome. Uh, they've all been super, super good to me. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, you know, talk about what ifs all the time, but that layup goes in for Vilek. I think you guys are going to the final four. You're yeah. Right. Cause I, I, I'm with you. You know, <laughs> I, I think it was just, I think she, she took it off her off foot. So it was a right-handed layup off her right foot. Um, but if it does, we go to overtime, there's no way we lose. And and I think we beat LSU the next, the next day to get to the final four, but wasn't meant to be, unfortunately, because I would have loved nothing but to take that group to the final four. Oh my gosh. I, I remember watching that game and I, I don't want to bring up bad memories, but like that. Yeah. Heartbroken still. So broken for all those girls because they had such a, a stellar a story career yeah. at Purdue. I mean, I think we'd only lost four games that year. I think, you know, that was our fourth loss. And yeah, that was that was a tough one to swallow. Yeah. Uh, you still talk to Coach Curry? I do. She's awesome. Okay. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's been she's been incredible to me. Awesome. Yeah. Good deal. Um, man, I was so excited, Katie, for uh, well, you know, going back to your playing career too, you got to, you know, play in the WNBA too. How special was that? Yeah, like literally a dream come true. Like I said, like, I mean, all these dreams are, to hear your name on draft day in the first round and walk across the stage and the president hands you a jersey. I mean, how incredible. And on top of it, I get to play with the best point guard ever in Sue Bird. Um, my locker is right next to hers. Um, you know, and then Lauren Jackson is my teammate. So I play with Swin Cash a year. Cheryl Swoops is a teammate a year. I mean, just and Donovan drafts me. I mean, what 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 world am I going in here? How is this real? And 
um yeah just literally you know I did I only played three years in the league um but you know seven seven eight years over in Europe uh, blew my knee out over in Europe and just never quite got back to that level um and then coaching was always what I was supposed to do but yeah really really cool to 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 see Sue Bird and Lauren Jackson every day in practice that's really cool as you just kind of look back on this, you know, as you kind of get prepared for this next uh, chapter in your career, just looking back on playing and coaching so far up to this point, this is what goes through your mind as you just kind of reflect on everything you've accomplished so far. Honestly, the first thing is how blessed and how lucky I have been. Um, you know, I, I know I've worked hard. I know I've, I know I've busted my butt off to get to where I am, uh, but just how blessed um, and, and just something I, I don't take it for granted, you know, every day. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, my family is the most important thing to me and just how fortunate I am to have them, um, you know, every step of the way by, by me. Um, and then the people, all the people that I've come across that the game, you know, has, has brought into my life. And, you know, maybe that's why I work so hard. Maybe that's why I love it so much because um, it's just brought, you know, and opened so many doors to people into my life that I, would have never known or never crossed paths and I am forever thankful to the game and feel like I owe it right you know they say respect the game and they'll treat you well and uh, that's something I will do for a very long time that's awesome that's awesome man excitement for me I know is uh, reaching an all-time high I can't wait for October to come around this up season to see uh, this next season to see you know as you kind of progress towards the following year which will be even more exciting so right Katie, right, I, yeah. I truly wish you all the best. I'm so thankful to, to have you on the podcast and look forward to talking to you again in the future. Yeah, thank you. Can't wait to, to, to do this again with you. It's been fun. And, uh, you know, we'll get this thing rolling up here. Awesome. Boiler all up. Right. Absolutely. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.